0: Hey there, friends of the podcast. Joining me today is Ian Kelly. He's a longtime motoring journalist who's written for Street Machine, LSX Tuna, Speed, and Dolly Doctor. And he's former editor of Motor Magazine. He's the man of a thousand voices, a regular personality on the YouTube channels of Marty Carmod, Skid Factory, and Carnage. This episode has been split into a couple of parts as once we put ourselves in a locked room with a few bevvies, the conversation gets lengthy and girthy. We regale upon misadventures, the dissolution of his first marriage, and his experiences filming alongside the super cheap auto crew for the upcoming advertising campaign. There is a little bit of rough editing in parts. Please excuse me for that, but it is an awesome listen. Use this weekend as an opportunity to have a chat with your mates. Tell them how you're feeling. Share your dreams and aspirations. Check up on how they're going and make sure you've got each other's backs. It's a big cold world out there and we want to make sure nobody feels left out. We're all in this together. As always, please hit us up on the socials at Advice for Blokes on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Leave libaceous lyrics on the telephonic transmitter which can be reached via the digits 0295418450. We'll feature our favorite fat phonics on a future episode. And iTunes review wouldn't go astray either. Keep your ear holes open for the second part of Ian's dissemination coming to a digital device in the near future. Let's get into it. Hola. Yeah, hi, is Cam there, please? No,
1: no, Mr. Cam is not
0: here. No. Is he? is, is, is no. Where can I no. Where no. Where is he?
1: Taco burrito, no.
0: Is it can, have you got a number for him?
1: What, no. no. here. Come back on Friday.
0: What, what when's he back why's what?
1: Come back a Friday, K, in jail. no.
0: He's he's in jail, okay. No, no. Mr.
1: Cameron here.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you. Ian Kelly, do you have anything to say about Consuela? Uh,
2: All of Latin America hates me.
0: (laughs) For good reason. (laughs) I don't think that's the worst Spanish accent I've heard. Although I feel like in the middle you did actually kind of move into Italian a little bit.
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's some Vietnamese. There's
0: some some regional Chinese dialect. That was... was, um,
2: Twenty years of working in the media, and my most well-known sort of thing that I did was a uh, a fake Spanish Family go rip-off voice on an episode of the Skid Factory.
0: <laughs> so that was um, that was Consuelo on the Skid Factory. Um, before we get started, cheers. Cheers, mate. There we go. Uh, so, Ian Kelly, where might people know you from? Outside their bedroom window, <laughs> 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 just that guy in the bushes, like <laughs> most is like. Um, uh,
2: so I've been a magazine journalist for about oh, fifteen, twenty years, and uh, been on Mighty Car Mods, and I'm uh, I'm normally that guy drinking beer
0: mm. on on Mighty Car Mods. Oh, well, you fit right in. So we've been yeah. long time friends. Uh, we've been uh, I was best man at your wedding, your first wedding, and you're best man at my first wedding. Well done.
2: Yeah, that was. Uh, what, what? Well, didn't that turn out well for both of us?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now you're doing a bunch of freelance stuff for Street Machine, I guess, and whoever's asking you to to pen words.
2: Yeah, Street Machine Cars Guide. I do a lot for for the Cars Guide guys. All right. Um, Mighty Car Mods. Been working with Super Cheap. It's been a bit, been a bit mental. Like a bit, hanging out at the GTR Festival with um old mate Andrew from Motive DVD working Andrew for Dawkins. him for this. Yeah, watching. Silly cars with camshafts on top of their engines. I mean, just, <laughs> drag racing confuses me at the best of times. I, I know it's I know it's really simple in theory. Like you, mm. you, you take a car, you put it on a straight bit of road, and from a standstill, you accelerate as hard as you can for 400 meters. Mm-hmm. It should be simple, yet it's not. <laughs> it's just there's why are there 400 people standing around behind the car? That's a fundamentally dangerous thing. When these things go bang, they shoot flames and death and bits of metal at high velocity everywhere. Why would you want to stand behind that? But there's a lot of men in um, Nike TNs with bum bags who all <laughs> need to stand as close as possible to the back of that potentially very dangerous car. That's,
0: so, are we talking specifically top fuel, or are we just talking no. any? So we're talking no. It
2: right. seems like the 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 faster the car and the further towards you get the top end of any motorsport, the more sense, the more common sense people generally have. So, it, these are street cars. These are, these are fast street cars, so they're racing. So,
0: it's sub-10 second stuff you're talking about?
2: In some cases, 6 okay. seconds.
0: Oh, um, wow. So, Fuck.
2: brutally fast. I mean, the, the the feats of engineering inside them are amazing, but... These guys don't race really for prize money. There's, there's a little bit of prize money, but they spend way more getting that prize money than what they actually win. Um, and they're just racing for sheep stations and pride, mm. which confuses
0: me. Yeah, I disagree. I, I, I get it. It's it's that um, biggest dick contest, really. I, yeah. Well, I think
2: I think there is an element... If you want to talk like really sort of like big dick and doing it for just yourself, mm. salt flat racing. Because, like, no one's out there. No one's even watching you do it. True. But yeah. there's, there's a lot of posturing and there's a lot of um, workshop pride on the line. I do get that. Um, and it's crazy to see a car with number plates go down the quarter mile as quick as these things do. They're wild to watch. They're all over the track.
0: But, I mean... Even, say, like, Benny's Cresta. Mm. Um which he's bought from the MCM guys, if, if I understand correctly, mm. off, off the back of that project. Yep. So he's had to get a whole bunch of new <laughs> T-shirts printed instead of the nine-second Cresta. He's now gotten some eight-second Cresta ones. So what, what's he... He's over in... Um, he's he's a over dra- in Drag Week at the moment. Yeah. Or oh, so the car is.
2: The, cars, the car turned up yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's actually building a second car for an Australian guy who had entered last year and sent his car over. Oh, I did see something about that. Ben Panagoni Is that a Fox body? Yeah. So he's building a Barra powered Fox body this year because last year, Ben Panagoni built this awesome Falcon Ute, spent the $15,000 to ship it to the States, and someone got some paperwork wrong, and that car and a few other cars all got held in customs, and they never got to race Drag Week. So they literally spent $15,000 shipping their car, Halfway around the world, tied up their car for six months. Ouch. And all it did was visit a port and then get sent back. That's fucked. It's brutal. That was a bit of a rough situation. It's what... Actually, before we talk about other stuff, the thing that a lot of people don't understand about Benny's Crestor and why it's such a, an amazing thing mm-hmm. is because they don't understand that that car, when it was originally built, was built in 10 days.
0: Yeah, right. So the, the, the whole filming of that was actually done in 10 days, including the 4
2: yeah, the, the ladder bar, the, the, the wheels, right. the changing the front end, the putting the barra in it, wiring and taking it to the track. It was 10 days from being a stock six-cylinder Cresta oh, fuck. to running a 9.9 on the first day
0: off the foot brake. How many magazines have you written for either on a full-time or freelance basis?
2: Well, oh, I Probably be about 15 or 20 now. All automotive published. related? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, the, there's been one time I did Dolly Doctor. Because I won a bet. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew a, I knew a girl who, who worked at Dolly Magazine and um, she lost a bet with me. So I got to do, I got to be Dolly Doctor.
0: Because they were in the same, presumably they were in the same building as you. Though. That
2: Well, no, they kept the men's mags and the women's mags separate. So all the Good. men's mags, including all the porn mags sex. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yep. we are reprobates. Anyone who works in magazine publishing listening to this will just be going, we, yes. Yes. Yep, that is, a, that is a factual statement. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so we were all in um, Stockland's house in Castle Ray Street, about 50 metres away from 54 Park Street, which is the head of the Packer Publishing Empire. That was ACP magazines. It's now Bauer magazines. Um, And, yeah, so I started there back in 2002. Uh And it was was really wild. Being a young guy, I was very naive going in, very... um, Aspie and just kind of in my own You know <laughs> car thing Yeah. And then you'd go walk around the halls of Park Street Because that's where the photography studio was So I'd, I'd get all these brand new car parts And I'd have to take them in and, and get them photographed And I'd be walking through the halls And there'd be these glamorous women Working on fashion magazines That were dressed like they were going to a gala dinner Or something um, One time I got in the lift and Kerry and James Packer Were in there Very frightening Who okay. cares. <throat> Like I, I like the doors opened, <clears throat> and I'm standing there, and and I was sweating profusely because it was about a four thousand degree day, mm. like a moron. So that's like that's like late spring in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I read about the sun and I get burnt. So anything <laughs> after anything after August and I'm cooking.
0: Yeah, for um, any <laughs> for anyone who can't see Ian at the moment, which is all of you, uh, he has a red beard and also red hair, mostly red beard, although you've got a bit of the. Do we call? Is it? I don't think it's salt and pepper. If you've got red, what would it be? Um, Cayenne and yeah, salt. Sal, mayonnaise. Salt and cay- <laughs> It's kind of sticky. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mayonnaise, boy. <laughs> now you'll you
2: find out what they call me El burro. <laughs> um, it, was, it was this like ridiculously hot day, and I was carrying a crankshaft for a Skyline GTR. Um, <laughs> Because I had to get it photographed and, and we didn't, someone at, someone at the picture magazine had stolen the trolley and destroyed it. a sensible it. thing to,
0: Ian, on the way into the, oh no, this wasn't, a, they were dressed up, you weren't. So on the way into wherever you were going, can you just take RB26? Crankshaft. Crankshaft. And, oh, okay. Yep.
2: yep. So wow. yeah, I, I was standing there puffing away because I also had, um, I had a bunch of other parts. <gasps> It was all, we were doing a Skyline GTR tuning guide and they were they were quite rare in Australia at that time and very, very expensive. But Kerry Pack had four of them and they lived downstairs under our building. So every time we drove to work, you'd see these impossibly expensive, exotic and rare uh, GTR Skylines downstairs. Among, he had like the James Bond DB5 Aston Martin. Oh, this car, is before,
0: so. so we're talking R34s then. Mm, he had two R34s. He so, had two R32 GTRs as well. Right. So this is back when they were only worth seventy. They 80, were brand 000. new. No. Oh, no. this is oh two thousand and two. Yeah, okay, right. So, so they were still brand the 34s new. The thirty fours were brand new. He right.
2: had one, he had the latest NER editions, which were technically not not able to be imported in the country at that time. Both were registered. And then he had older R thirty two GTRs. I mean, he'd also had a uh, a couple of twin turbo Jaguar X J S modified things that were that he used to race helicopters in. Um He was a real gearhead. I mean, Australia's richest man and uh, coming from a very rough upbringing, of course he was going to go out and be a masochist and and have a twin-turbo V12 Jaguar. But uh, the doors opened this particular day and um, I had been warned when I first got the job there that if you go to Park Street, just tidy yourself up a little bit in case you bump into the Packers. These are Australia's richest and most powerful men. And this particular day, the doors opened and I, I could see there was kind of like shirts... And suits and these guys were so big I had to look through the cloud level to then see their very imposing faces
0: and the cloud these days is a very different thing it is a very different thing <laughs> these days I
2: mean my day! um, yeah and that was that was kind of terrifying catching a lift with them and Kerry actually leaned forward and he's like oh what are they for I said oh it's a Skyline GTR crankshaft he said, well, if you want to leave that next to my car downstairs at the uh, Stockland South Car Park, you can you can do that, son. <laughs>
0: yes, sir. Okay, just, sir. Just tuck it here under my foreskin. <laughs> Please don't fire me, sir. Do you reckon Kerry Parker had a foreskin? I, his head looked like
2: one, so <laughs> maybe that's where it went. So he had a five skin. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a six or seven. He was a large man.
0: Yeah, he was a big man. I mean he did change the um did change the Australian landscape regarding TV and cricket obviously oh yeah, which they... reminds me so yesterday I'm getting a um was getting a massage just a normal massage you know the one where they give you a hand job oh then, yeah yeah just isn't that Plus what everyone gets? Yeah. <laughs> no thanks, I'll take the sad ending. <laughs> yeah, just, that would just involve... That, would, that, would be, that
2: must be the one that I get from everyone. It's <laughs> just people go, you're a disappointment to your family <laughs> you haven't
0: achieved what you should have by now in life. Uh, um, so I'm getting, I'm getting a massage and the chick says in her very uh, Consuela-esque accent, which is obviously mostly Thai and Vietnamese... <laughs> Oh you have a uh, you have you have good body you uh like um like some sports and uh, I was like oh okay yeah um thank you she said you have um uh, like uh do you you play cricket <laughs> So instantly, all I could think of was Shane Warne when <laughs> I mean, he was, was on David Karin. Boone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just a fat bloke with an awesome mustache laying on a massage bed cracking Tinny's flat That's All out. right,
0: sweetie, get it up to the second knuckle, I don't <laughs> mind.
2: <laughs> That's it. Nothing gay about it unless he pushed back like a sheep on the edge of a cliff.
0: I was just astounded that she's like, Yeah, yeah, you're obviously in good shape. Like a cricketer. <laughs> Just, you can. I can picture her
2: mind like f- going into that slow kind of panic where everything slows down for a second, and she's going sports. You sports. mean cricket? <laughs> everything sports. slows down. In yeah, cricket. <laughs> it's it's. it's uh, couldn't have gone for hockey. Couldn't have gone. Couldn't have
0: gone. I guess <laughs> I was, she was like, no. But some people have said I look like a swimmer, and she's like, no, cricket. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> At least she didn't say ten pin bowling. I suppose only pedos go ten pin <laughs> bowling, don't they? <laughs> Well, I know where to go. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> needs a hobby. <laughs> Everyone needs a bosom for a pillow.
2: I guess uh, you know. Do you reckon they'll let George out to go like on day release to go tenpin bowling? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: as long as Alan Jones is his chaperone. <laughs> Come on, George. <laughs> <laughs> you got another spare. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Is that is that um, Bedford Park guy?
1: Yes, I've got a lot of the Bedford parks here. What, what do you need there, son?
0: I'm after a back door lock for the <laughs> yeah, you Bedford are. van. <laughs> oh, I've <Al> got <laughs> back door on that.
1: well, I could probably go and get it off my ice cream truck van. I used to drive around You could see all the children's. Skipping and jumping behind me. Oh such a good old time. Unfortunately the lock doesn't doesn't really work from the inside. It only works from on the outside. Uh it, it, Yeah. So, yeah, no never mind.
2: <laughs> so the whole reason the whole reason Al asked me to do that whole skit was um I have a bad habit of Yes you do. <laughs> yes, I've got several. Uh, <laughs> So uh, w- when we'd be in the middle of building something with Mighty Car Mods, or we'd, 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 we've, I've done a few builds with the boys. We started with a Subaru, route, uh, which was in the roadkill battle uh, and back in 2016 in America and, and been like the HQ police car for the super cheap ad last year and, and the Liberty this year.
0: This is because you've been charged as being the uh, LS professional. Uh,
2: I, I, I'll tell you a story
0: about how I, like, that was a complete... Is it because you like Donald Trump? Uh oh. It's not because. It is the greatest, <laughs> best. Now, it, it just, we have all of the cubic inches.
2: Telfo, the Street Machine editor, rang me in 2014. After They'd moved the mags down to Melbourne. i was, um, I just finished up at Valspar at that time. And so I was, I was freelancing. I was literally sitting on my former in-law's couch, um, wondering what the hell I was going to do. And he said, can you do a magazine on LS Engines? And I just said, yeah. I Isn't
0: know. that just Street Machine? Well, yeah, I used to think that.
2: Yeah. And now I realise that, you know, there's a lot Street of Street peop- Machine is impure. Street, Street Machine Street is all about the Barra these days. Um, no, they... <laughs> they got, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, like, the, the, the Barra thing is, is, everyone on Street Machine's social media is all about Barra versus LS. But when yeah. you read the magazine, everyone building cars is like, psh, big block. Yeah. You know, or like crazy small block Mopar or interesting engines. No replacement for
0: displacement.
2: Particularly once you stick a couple of Nagasaki napalm chuckers on it and, you know, you're yeah. making four and 5,000 horsepower.
0: That's considerably more than the um, 300 odd horsepower that I'm making. It's it's. I meant me personally. I was about car. to
2: say, like, you, you have the biceps <laughs> of
0: 300 Clydesdale.
2: So. <laughs> That's um, from all the cricket I play. Yeah. That's it. Just, <laughs> just the swinging for the boundaries really pumps you up. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, I, I literally fell into I literally fell into the LSX tuner thing. I, I don't actually know how. I knew a little bit about them.
0: But so I you became the so. de facto Australian. Um, I guess you're the premier LS.
2: Oh, I, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say that. There's a lot of guys out there who know a lot about LSs. I know a little bit about
0: a lot. Be number it, uh, yeah. I don't know. Is that Spanish? This tres, uno, dos, tres. tres, I'll take your word for it. Sí,
1: si. sí, si, papi.
0: <laughs> Entiendo. Entiendes. Uh, okay, so Herbert the um, Herbert the pervert was as we were hanging out socially and working on cars a lot together as well. Late, well, early twenties, I guess. Yeah. Um, that you've obviously. Borrowed some uh, inspiration from the Family Guy.
2: Oh, I watched a lot of Family Guy. Right. Uh, particularly because when... I bought a house in 09 and I, I had no money for cars. Cars were my life. All my friends were into cars. I worked with cars. I was into cars socially. And then I bought a house and I had no money even to eat. Your favourite movie was Cars also. My favourite Gary Newman song was Cars. Um... No, I, I I literally someone gave me the like first five seasons of Family Guy on DVD, and I sat down one time and watched like a season, and was hooked. So then, yeah, Herbert the pervert just seemed to be the perfect way to irk people. It was that it was that way to just make people shudder.
0: Yeah, I, I liked reading through some of the YouTube comments where uh, I think one of them was, uh, "Her uh, Consuela sounds like Moog or sounds like Marty, whatever," and then. Oh. Um, the guys have responded and said, he sounds like the Bedford Parts guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she sounds like the Bedford Parts guy. So what's been the most... Um, so you've been tagging along with the MCM guys and doing, obviously, a bit of helping with the, the, the content direction and on the mechanical side of things. Um, well, I just... I don't, I, the boys have ideas. The, the, the way that
2: they work is really, really interesting mm-hmm. for me. So we, we'll just chat about stuff. And, and, and an idea will come up and it'll kind of float around for a while. And then normally they'll sort of, they'll ask myself or Benny or um, Mechanical Stig or, or or Turbo Yoda or any of those guys to actually start looking into these things. And you kind of have a bit of a poke around and you work out if it's feasible. You kind of come back and you have a chat. And then one day they'll just pop up and go, right, um, we need you to find a car. Find all the bits get it all to us by this date. We need you here for these three days and we'll film it. And a lot of people don't believe me when I say we do build those cars in two or three days.
0: Yeah. Not and like the American, you know, we've only got four days to complete this build.
2: No. And like Moog has, he's got to go uh, pick up his kids from uh, school and number stuff. Number one. So uh, okay. we, we don't even do like, there's. it's it, the first time I saw, the first time like we all worked on a project car, at in, in Sydney was really weird for me because I'm used to kind of like the street machine Motor X crunch builds where you, you work from 7 in the morning until 3 in the morning the following day
1: mm-hmm. and then you
2: get a couple hours sleep and you come back and you thrash on it and try to fix all the things you did at 3 o'clock in the morning when your eyes were hanging out of your head but with the MCM guys it's generally so well planned out that you actually turn up at 9am and you're done at 4pm and oh, have, really? And you have a couple of frothies and you go
0: home and get a good night's sleep. Oh, fucking hell. You mean lemon squashes, obviously. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Nobody yes. drinks alcohol.
2: No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I, nobody there drinks alcohol. I cop I so much shit over the fact that every time I'm on Mighty Car Mods, I've got a beer in my hand. Like the, the when we did the opening intro yes. for the Liberty.
0: Well, lucky I've uh, stopped that happening. Yeah. <laughs> No beer now, just bongs. <laughs> just, we had we had the
2: best talk about we had the best talk about bong culture when we should do at the, at the super cheap shoot the other uh, the other month. So we're we're all hanging around, and it's it's a film is shoot.
0: This, so this is for the new ad. This is for the new. And ad. And this is with the the um, the Outback. Yeah, the outfap.
2: the outfap Yep. Or the bat cock. Um, <laughs> so we, the, the whole thing is you've got to be there and they're screaming at you to get this car off the trailer and get it ready and get it wiped down and get it clean and then you sit around for eight hours.
0: Yeah, it's hurry up and wait. Hurry up and
2: wait is yeah. exactly the, the phrase that was told to us. So we're, anyway, we're sitting in um, scenic Coralban, which is 90 minutes southwest of Brisbane and it's a place generally oh, like I would never suggest someone goes there. They've got an abandoned airport and they've got a former PGA um, golf course Right, right. But the place is abandoned for fifteen years. but
0: So, what is that near? Apart from nothing, Bow Desert.
2: You're south of oh, half an hour south of Bow Desert. Where the fuck's that? Ninety minutes <laughs> from <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> okay. So, if you go to the middle of nowhere and you yeah. drive twenty k's west to Upper Gumboot, okay. <laughs> you're right around the corner. Okay, right. Um, but we, we were sitting there. We we're like, yeah, it's a country town. So we're like, oh, like. N- they don't make Orchi bottles anymore, right? Orchi juice isn't
0: a thing. So it's just got gateway bottles, right?
2: Well, so this is the thing. Like, yeah. I, I grew up in a Rimba and on the scenic Central Coast.
0: You grew you, up? That's arguable.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, your finger. A you couple got of koalas, and you become a man.
0: Um, so they wonder where chlamydia started. <laughs> that's it. This guy.
2: It's just, it's just me and a big grey onesie hanging out in a tree, <laughs> punching nuts. G'day, Shirley. You're looking good today. Um, so. Like Orchi bottles, like secondary ventilated Orchi bottles, were like a massive thing on the Central Coast in the eighties and nineties, and so mm. I saw lots of bongs, and they were all made out of Orchi bottles because that was a kind of the, the clear plastic juice bottle of choice. But Orchi hasn't been around for a few years, and me not being a um, what you would call partaker in illicit substances, I don't. I don't really. I'm not au fait with the current trends in bong. Construction. I see a lot of people with glass bongs, but uh, I was wondering, like... <laughs> I mean, what,
0: what See-through we do Yeah, what yeah, are yeah.
2: the 13-year-olds at the skate park smoking their weed in these days? I mean, well, I forget that they're actually smoking <laughs> ice now. They've,
0: they've all leveled up. They're so hardcore these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, what was it <laughs> I saw someone the other day said, somebody should make an app for uh, how to buy um, uh, ice, but they should call it Methenger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then somebody it. posted a photo of Mike Tyson <laughs> <laughs> now Keith
2: now Keith <laughs> well, we, we, so we were we had this conversation in Coralb and we were like what, what do you reckon that people use dare bottles or Gatorade bottles so the Gatorade bottle has the shape
0: alright so I'm going to go out on them and say Gatorade
2: it's interesting you say that because yeah. I was like well because all the like builders and degenerates that I know who drink a lot of dare are also fans of um the non fruit growing tomato plant. Right. And um I was pretty confident that the dare iced coffee bottle would be the bong vessel of choice.
0: Well, it's effective. It, it is pretty close to an orchard replacement. Mm. And right. like you can wash it out pretty well. Like right. you know, you, yes it's milk, but you've But got if, to you're like having, rinse if you're having if you're having one dare every morning, which presumably you will, to follow up from the Doritos that you ate in your bed last night. <laughs> yeah, for dinner. <laughs> what's what's the... You don't need to reuse it. No, we'll see. Or are they all environmentally conscious? The question The question for me was answered when we... What was the question
2: first? What Which are people bottle? using? Okay, like yep. DARE or Gatorade? And yeah. anyway, there was a park at this Coralban airport we were at. And we walked 20 metres down and we're... Sauntering along, and just by sauntering, the, just by the side, just by the, just casually in the corner of mine eye, I did spot yonder <laughs> Gatorade yonder. bottle yes. that had been um, that had a secondary input uh, crafted into it and had some lovely garden hose poking out the side, and that 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 did uh, that did
0: actually answer the question for me.
2: It's like that's so a small
0: sample size, though. It is, but I mean, not statistically significant.
2: I didn't want to go hang out at Caborcha to find out. Like I didn't want to get rolled at the Caboolture skate park. Basically. I read the other
0: day that you can get a handjob in Caboolture for five dollars.
2: Really? Well, so if Performance Forums has taught me anything, <laughs> and it has taught me a lot, <laughs> but yeah. if Performance Forums has taught me anything, it's that the greatest strip club in Australia is in Brisbane, and it is a regular PF haunt. Yeah, right. The cabaret, because you used to be able to get you used to be able to get lap dancers there for five bucks. And the cans of rum and coke were only $5 there as well. It was a good time. I mean, like, it was...
0: I still itch, but it was a good time. <laughs> um, speaking of itching, you're getting married soon. Mm. <laughs> About a month away. Month, yeah, September 20... September 28. Eight. In Onzod. Literally one month from today. You Obviously, you're looking forward to it. I'm not going to ask you whether you're looking forward to it. <laughs> And he's giving me thumbs up, just in case you're only listening <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, he didn't well, just I have start to crying. okay, so I, I really any any response I give here has to be carefully measured because yes, it sure does
0: <laughs> Ian um if you and uh, your partner, I won't say her name, you can choose to <laughs> <laughs> if you and your partner choose to uh, get a divorce. Mm-hmm. At any point in the future, I'm cooked because she's a family lawyer. Yeah, exactly. You're fucked. You are so fucked. <laughs> like there's,
2: there's certain levels of fuckage out there. This is um, all of it. This is like this is being the one lighthouse keeper on a tiny island and seeing the ocean filled with Viking boats coming towards you. Like you, I I am the one guy standing at the bottom of Krakatoa. As it pops its top, I am, you know, I'm the one guy on the grassy knoll who's got a super soaker, you know, just as JFK is driving past. And that wasn't yeah. the sound of the super soaker. He <laughs> really loved faceless men in
0: convertibles. Just, it blew my mind. Oh, Yeah, oh, oh, Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. That was terrible. Uh, straight to the heart, that one. No, no, <laughs> no it, was it was the was head. The head, <laughs> the head back in the back, of the back and seat, to the left, <laughs> yeah. on the car behind. Yeah, uh, uh, it's like that old joke
2: about Diana, Princess of Wales. Did oof. you hear, Did you hear Diana was on the radio last night? <laughs> and the steering oh, wheel, no. the seats, the, the, the hood lining, oh, <laughs> door trim. So it's, it's a, yeah, That joke that? spread thin.
0: <laughs> it's for a select
2: audience. Yeah. That one. <laughs> it's, it's everyone born. Everyone born after 1996 is going what? <laughs> uh,
0: dear God, poor Princess Diana. Uh, look, <laughs> I admittedly yes, uh, it's tragic, but. People are dying all the time in motor vehicle accidents or if you don't, automobile. If you don't put your seatbelt on
2: and you drive at high speed through narrow roads filled with traffic
0: And French the, people.
2: The the chances are you're probably gonna one hit a mime and then two <laughs> have a terrible, <laughs> terrible accident.
0: I wasn't sure if he
2: was in a box or saying stop So, so Everyone was at the time There was this great conspiracy theory About this white Fiat panda that didn't stop No, it was just one guy in a stripy shirt Fake smoking a jetan
0: cigarette (laughs) 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 You are a miracle scum I'm I'm, I'm from England (laughs) (laughs) You are the same why don't
2: you why don't you drive a jaguar while you're driving a German car ho.
0: <laughs> in <laughs> uh speaking of bur your dad has a uh bent for uh driving the perhaps. oh yeah
2: i I, oh. I grew up somehow i i didn't turn out to be um well no that's a complete i did turn out to be a complete piece of shit um so <laughs> but also my, retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, dad. Dad was in a Fiat's sixties. Fiat's, and they they have their charm. I mean, they rust like demons, but they are pretty cars. They are very well um, designed in terms of their technical. Like they had, they had synchromesh transmissions before everyone. They had overhead cams. They were they were, they were quite technologically advanced. They just fell apart. Um, but French cars have no redeeming features. None. They won a couple of. World What's the rally most beautiful
0: challenges. French car? And, and just for everyone listening, uh, for your benefit, I'm going to try not to make it too automotive because <laughs> you've forgotten more than most people ever know in their lifetime.
2: I, I have a terrible problem where I, I don't I shut think up. It is what it is. I, just, I just don't shut up and I don't even realise I'm doing it. And I, I do apologise to everyone.
0: As we lean into hour three, <laughs> you just remember <laughs> that Ian did say that. I,
2: it, it, I do try not to rabbit on about car stuff all the time it is it is hard for me though because um my job is in cars my interest is in cars all my friends are in a cars my family my entire family is in a cars in some way or another yep. um so it all just it becomes all encompassing um but yeah there's you it, it, it was a passion for me that i wasn't technically skilled i wasn't good enough to be a mechanic i knew already at the age of 16, I was never going to cut it as a mechanic. Um,
0: but that that's kind of what you wanted to do, though. Is I that, do. I, I'm right? a
2: frustrated mechanic. My dad my dad is a um, property manager who's a property manager for 30 years, and he loves home renovations and building stuff at and home. And French cars. And French cars. Um, and he always described himself as a, um, as a frustrated architect. And I think oh, I'm a frustrated mechanic. I would love... I've got mates out there who... Um, who build these amazing cars out of nothing they are incredibly skilled tradesmen they can they can do stuff with metal that i can't believe and i wish i had that skill but unfortunately the good lord gay baby jesus did not give me those skills with my hands um yeah so i ended up if you can't if you have no talent what do you do you become a journalist (laughs)
0: Shout out to all the journalists out there Shout out out to journos You lovable alcoholic sons of bitches I suspect And this this is just me um, Sort of I guess I'm going to posit I like to say that Please
2: postulate away (laughs)
0: Let let me postulate on you In you (laughs) Not the weirdest (laughs) request I've had No not even today. today. <laughs> <laughs> but you did just come back from Taree. Oh, it's a glorious place. Nobody comes back from Taree. They lose themselves there. Uh, the um, journalists of today, I feel... Because anyone who writes a fucking blog article for BuzzFeed or Vice or Daily Mail or who gives a shit, uh, calling them calling themselves journalists. I feel like a bit of a fraud calling myself a journalist, to be fair. Because yeah.
2: what I do is I tell people about Davos Tirana or or whatever. So, I, I'm I'm a quote-unquote motoring journalist, but I'm not the guy out there driving Paganis and fancy cars. I'm the guy out there telling you about the hot rod that some bloke built in his shed over 13 years. And I love that. That, that to me, has way more appeal than going out and driving supercars. I've done that. It's not that interesting to me. And I find it very full of itself. So... When you ask someone, the, the actual process of writing these stories is amazing because when you ask someone about the passion that they have, their day job can be just weighing them down and they can have all sorts of shit going on in their life. But the moment that you ask them about their passion and yeah. you ask them to tell you the story of how they built that car, why they built it, all that kind of dissection of what is actually a very heartfelt and passion-driven Project. No one builds these cars to be rich and famous. I mean, if they did, they are clinically they insane. They would have started
0: Gosford Classic Car Museum. Oh, let's not go into that little thorny <laughs> subject. <laughs> oh, doozy. I'm hoping to get Tony on, actually, at some point, so he can explain his disdain for the ATO.
2: Mm. Ask him about
0: um, how he managed to cock up his um, import paperwork. Oops. He didn't cock it up. It was very intentional. Mm. It was all dodging. I mean, yeah, <laughs> avoiding uh, yeah. LCT.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's because it was tied to a not-for-profit and stuff. Anyway, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to reach out and finally get him on.
2: There's, there's a lot of. I think it would be amazing to hear his side of the story in a fairly uncensored way.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, Well, there's no long-form discussion. Like, if he's going to give a story at this point, and, and so Tony Denning, I think his last name is. Yeah. Um, Gosford Classic Car Museum ran into a bit of an issue with the uh, the tax office. He should have been paying luxury car tax on a lot of the cars it imported. It was not for profit, blah, 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 whatever. But any snippet that you see on any news station or platform is going to have some narrative in mind that they want to play him off as a victim or as a hero or mm. a victim or as a... um as a perpetrator
2: my, my personal experience with that whole with the museum mm. and its and its structure is that there are actually four sides to that story it is an incredibly complex I thought complex it was a dodecahedron. It, 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 it has a hump and a do hump um, and do it is it is a uh, minding my p's and q's here for legal reasons but uh there's the, there was so many issues on issues that everyone has a, an angle with their story. So there's... For sure. I mean, with anything, you can ask me about, you know, it, my, my response to your question about my father's love of French cars is coloured, like I have an angle there because I've tried to fix the fuel injection on a Peugeot 505 and that broke me. Did
0: you install a Weber Carby? That would have been...
2: I asked my father, I pleaded with my father, who had two spare, that we could do that. But no, he, they used a, a combination of mechanical and electronic fuel injection on the 83 Peugeot 505.
0: And that's basically. Sorry, basi- here we go, guys. It's going to be a deep dive. Step so in.
2: Well, that was basically like getting Croats and Serbs to run your town. <laughs> they don't work like mixing
0: oil and water. Uh, that's not true at all. Oil, well, you can't mix them, but oil always comes out on top. You, I, I think you can mix them with enough force, kind of like Croats and Serbs. Um. <laughs> Just put them in a jar and shake them up. Put
2: put them in a room with a snap pool cue. Who <laughs> <he> comes out? <laughs> oh, that we're going to have tryouts.
0: Ah, oh, god damn it, Heath Ledger gone before mm. his time. Uh, I,
2: I'm going to put it out there that I think that the Joker that he did yes. is the greatest comic book incarnation whether it be cartoon live or action. live action oh really okay he performed that with such intensity and madness amazing i don't think it can be bettered. and that i think that was a, that was a high watermark for superhero movies
0: well he got a posthumous academy award for that mm. didn't he yeah and that's like the first time that a superhero movie has even been nominated yeah. as far as i'm aware and he also won it's, I reckon his death probably edged him in, though.
2: I think it probably pushed him over the line. I think it gave. There also would have been something about felt.
0: slaves. Or yeah. Like what was uh, it? white um, male privilege or some shit.
2: Yeah. What was the one about? Um, Fifteen years a slave or forty years a slave? Twelve or something years like a like slave. It? Something like that. Whatever. And
0: not or near enough.
2: Well, you know, they they all got fucked. The, that was a horrible time and.
0: For sure. You know, Calvin Candy may he rot in hell. Yes, and uh, Jim Crow. Oh, yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, all right. yeah. I mean, he, he had the right idea. I don't know. So did Hitler. I well, that his implementation was fantastic. Hitler built some amazing freeways and he sponsored <laughs> he motorsport, so. You know, like. <laughs> he never did anything wrong by me. I saw, I
2: saw a guy wearing a, um, a t shirt in Newtown a couple of weeks ago and it had um, Hitler, proud economic reformer of the year, 1929. <laughs>
0: I was like, uh, only in Newtown. Not, my my favourite T-shirt that I've ever seen is uh, I climbed Mount Druid. I, I drove through <laughs> Mount Druid a couple of months ago and I wish I had that T-shirt.
2: <laughs> so I literally, I was driving t-shirt. along. I had to drop an engine for a Mighty Car Mods project. I had to drop an engine at St. Mary's. And then I've been helping my fiance's kid sister with her first classic car. She, she's 20 years old. She wanted to go out and buy her first classic car. So she bought a 77 Volvo. People often ask me, what is the classic car I should buy to put away to make the most money on? Purple, three-door, Hyundai Excel Sprint, X3. twin cam. Yeah. Twin cam, Excel Sprint. Because everyone has, everyone of a certain age group, the last kind of generation that actually gives a shit about cars. Yeah. Yeah. They had one, they knew someone with one, the Cool Gut street owned one because it had a T Wing, whatever it is.
0: That's what makes them spend money. That's that's the what emotions. makes them spend money.
2: People don't buy HQ Kingswoods because they drive amazingly. No, they drive like fucking wheelbarrows half filled shit. with wet cement. <laughs> <laughs> but they went on holiday to grandpa's in one or you know, they've got some kind of emotional attachment. But anyway, I'm I digress. So I'm driving I'm driving that's through okay. the, the sunny no climbs of, of Western Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I need to go get. A, I need to go to a super cheap to buy a orbital buffer, so we can buff old Leonard the Volvo. And uh, and I drove Leonard a the rooty, Volvo. That's Tess called her '77 Volvo 244 DL Leonard. Okay. it's whatever. You know. I mean, I call my classic car that fucking piece of shit in the garage. She calls her Carl Leonard. She's obviously a far smarter and wiser person because
0: she didn't buy a sixty-four she, pony. She's twenty-some years old, and I'm pretty sure she you 20. would. Uh, it, yeah, but I'm pretty sure you were just telling me that she dozed her mother up to the gills oh, at some point.
2: Yeah, accidentally got her mum, a well-respected lawyer, um, <laughs> super high, <laughs> super high, like next level
0: high. So like Joey Diaz high. Like um,
2: no, no, more like. If you if you combine all the time that Cheech Marin got high, (laughs) if you rolled that in a fat J and just jammed that into a person, (laughs) that's how high she
0: was. We've just had a new guy start at work named Chong, and so I've been calling him Cheech, and I don't think he's gotten the joke, or he's also heard the joke too often.
2: It's a fine line. It is. You know, when, when you see that, when you see the ginger guy
0: and you call him blue, he's, he's like, oh, better. Never heard that one before. Yeah. Oh. Just joshing. Uh, yeah, righto, oh, dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Ian. fire. Ian with two eyes, also, yeah. by the way.
2: I get Lane quite a lot. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> <But> you do. <laughs>
0: uh, I really that'll sh- stop after <laughs> the wedding. Yeah. That's it. Just cobwebs down there.
2: <laughs> and that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I send a lot of emails to the States because, like I said, I've got a Pontiac so you can't buy parts for that in Australia. I have to go to the States for everything I buy for that car. So I send a lot of emails to the USA because my car's a complete piece of shit and I need to buy everything for it. And I make a point of spelling my name with a lowercase i at the front. Oh, okay. Because the
0: uppercase uppercase i and lowercase l, as we know... Very, very similar. There is a height yeah. difference, and if I recall, the L is slightly taller. Yeah, but you're you, you are you are a
2: fairly observant person. But I think also, most unless I have
0: context, most people, I don't people know responding
2: <laughs> to these emails requesting for parts for a Pontiac that nobody likes. Look at this poor sees. guy.
0: He won't even capitalize capitalize the L He's at the front of his just name. Just another scumbag Pontiac owner. <laughs>
2: um yeah so i always get lame they're just yeah, even though do. i even though i put lowercase either
0: right? my um my ex's uh old boss his name was Jan, but that's of course spelt j-a-n mm. so he would send emails out and people would call asking to speak to jan yeah and him being a white south african of course was very understanding oh i bet my friend did he did he try to pay them off with some krugerrand
2: I, do you know what kind of coffee they serve
0: in St. Ives? Look, can you uh, get her address for me? Uh, I'm going to go around and pay her a visit. <laughs> so <laughs> She called me Jan. What was, what was her name? Well, her name was Jan. <laughs> 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 but how dare <did> she? <laughs> mm.
2: um, but Lethal Weapon 2 was it. the greatest Lethal Weapon video. I think it
0: was the, gr- I think it's it's the greatest, greatest Lethal Weapon video. Movie? Or do you still have it on VHS?
2: No, I've still got it on VHS, man. You gotta get, you gotta get OG. You've transposed
0: that shit, that shit to Beta because yeah. they like this DVD technology.
2: I, I just feel it's wrong to watch '80s action movies on DVDs. Did you
0: ever, did you ever know anyone that got one of those laser discs? Like it was no. a 33 size record. No, and a record is what we used to put um, music on for those people. For those people from the
2: '60s and '70s. <laughs> you
0: had 33, 45s, and. Yeah. I don't know, can't remember the other one, 70 uh, something. Polio, back then. <laughs> polio, <laughs> the black plague. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> i got the black long pop.
0: <laughs> also, I did have to correct, I mentioned the Spanish flu um, last week, and uh, I feel like sometimes I should correct my errors instead of just letting them go through to the keeper. Uh, I suggested that the Spanish flu killed... About 800,000 people. It was way more than that, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. So, it turns out, I was completely wrong. Uh, it killed as many as 100 million people. Mm. I was off by only a factor of 100. So, as a journo, what has been um, the most prestigious title that you've held so far? Mm. Apart from Sir, author. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, <laughs> writing
2: writing writing. I've written two books now. Oh Take really? Three. Oh, so okay. I did the Mighty Car Mods book. Yeah. And spoiler alert: we've just done a second MCM book. Really? Yeah. So you'll have. I just
0: to. found my uh, my first copy kicking around here the other day.
2: You'll, you'll have to hold tight to find out what's in the new one. But I also did uh, a
0: book. I'm gonna guess something car related. Yeah. All right. History of
2: the World Time Attack. For Ian Baker, who so we did ten years of the world time attack, but all oh, right, the, the the crazy thing about that project was a complete nightmare because Ian called me at the end of May and said, "I want to do a book, and I want it in time for our event, which is in early October. You need
0: ten weeks to print and ship the book." So that left six Hold weeks. Hold on, ten, ten weeks. Ten weeks to print and ship. Yep, ship. Yeah. I can shit in ten weeks, easy. That's to say, you're gonna do a lot of pooping <laughs> in ten weeks. There's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be some quality stool brewing. Got, got a laser printer. It's like three seconds a page, Oof. so I can print and shit <laughs> very rapidly, <laughs> and in multicolor too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's- Back to Bensky's interview, mm. uh, discussion, conversation. I haven't decided what it is yet. We'll figure it confession. out. Confession. <laughs> you, you,
2: Bensky, and I—probably the greatest survival story ever. So I feel that it would only be right for his time on this podcast to be a confession. But I think I think it would be remiss of me if we don't at least touch on that night at some point. I'm not sure
0: that we should at this point. Perhaps we'll just do a three. Way. I think. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then <laughs> the- afterwards, we'll do a podcast yeah, that- with all three of us.
2: I was about to say, we did the three way that night, but we were stuck in a state <laughs> forest at three o'clock in the morning with a, with a work bogged to its axles, and we were kilometers from home with no phone and leeches hanging off our eyelids. So, kilometers is, uh, well, it's accurate. It was, it was multiple. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I just put facts in the story. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Our stories are far more interesting when they're told factually. <laughs> Because no one believes it. No one believes yeah. the
2: shit that we did. It's just like, no, you didn't. And then, so,
0: we are retard[s]. So you guys have heard of the wet willy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you pushed me to breaking point that day.
0: That was. <laughs> you guys have heard of the wet willy. Now the wet willy is not amazing when just through the conventional orifice that it's delivered. <laughs> Hold on a second, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Bear with me, the story gets worse. So I'm, I'm laying on my back under Ian's car, wearing thongs, because that's what all good mechanics do. Uh, or, or all forum mechanics. Japanese isn't? safety boots. <laughs> that's it, yeah, if you're off fishing on the rocks. It's not funny anymore though, because at least one person has died. Mm. Or is it funny? We'll make up our minds later. So, the I'm laying under Ian's car, working on his car, one of our usual...
2: After you had already wet-wheelied me a couple of times while I was trying to hold parts, very heavy parts up, while yeah. I was
0: prone. No. So, all right, whatever. You add your facts into the story again. <laughs> it's only going to ruin it. But uh, So, I'm laying under there, holding a part up. I think it may have been a cross-member or something at that I point. think it was
2: a gearbox or something. It was something yeah. fairly heavy.
0: And then... Um, Ian has loaded his finger up with (laughs) all of the saliva that he could possibly... um, What's the word I'm after? It's not
2: masticating, because masticating is chewing. Chewing, yeah. Or he
0: could fervor. There, that'll do. All the saliva you could fervor. And then um, whilst I was there in that very delicate and vulnerable position under your you, motor you were, vehicle. You
2: were sweating bullets because I was actually meant to be bolting something in up top and to you didn't save you yeah. from...
0: Having to hold it. Having to hold it. And in lieu of doing that, you stuck this finger full of saliva <laughs> between my toes, between my big toe and my yeah. slightly bigger toe, Yeah, <laughs> which as the it turns time, out, is, what are you I think about? I call it my emu toe because it's definitely yeah, okay. longer than my big toe. Uh, I, maybe it's my fat toe and my skinny toe. But, uh, the, toe. The, the hugely problematic thing for me was for about two and a half seconds, it was quite pleasurable. <laughs> 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 I believe, I believe that's called,
2: I believe that's called a Wisconsin fling.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> that was the wettest Willy I've ever had.
2: It, I, I've I've got to say that um, some of the some of the times that we had in the in the in that garage, in my parents' garage, the garage mahal, the garage mahal, building that what turned out to be basically a brown shitbox Liberty into a into a brown, brown shitbox <laughs> Liberty. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> what what it was, we had some of the best times there. Like remember the time that, um Tim and all the guys came over and we just stacked parts. Tim passed out in the garage, so we just stacked parts on him <laughs> yes, and then went back it. into the house. And we came out the next morning and he was still there. Yep. Oh, he's that a stayer. Just, oh, know,
0: <laughs> what can I say? Can I say? Done well so far. <laughs> just going
2: to be tracked down and murdered for all the things we've talked about. <laughs> I literally just got a message. Uh, one of the things I love and hate equally about being really aspie mm.
0: Is that and um, when when you say Aspie, just so for the benefit of the listeners, is Aspergers, mm. Aspergers as fuck. Yep.
2: Yeah. So everyone says to me that I'm Aspergers as fuck because I just like I, I'm like a high functioning disabled person in that mm. I can tell you that a 1966 Pontiac GTO has a compression ratio of 10.25 to one, but I can't remember to do my tax on time. Can I? I
0: Wait.
2: can't. I like I normal human. Normal human, even sometimes eating. Some days eating, I Mm. forget to have lunch and and whatnot. But I know that, you know, there's Bernd Rosemeyer won the greatest German Grand Prix of all time. It, it, It really confuses me. And then every now and again, people need that skill. But I haven't worked out how I can charge for it yet. Because it's more like mates just email me and go, Hey, do you know what the car is in this photo? I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's 84 to, Chevy to Caprice. that. Yeah. yeah, I just know stuff. I think it's a skill. Yeah, I mean, disability
0: well, is probably the term that I would use, but... Different ability, I think yeah. they like to call it. These days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to get one of those uh, T-shirts that says, I'm in it for the parking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Wow. Uh, speaking of... Uh, People who are slightly questionable. Have you have you heard of TikTok? No. You haven't heard of TikTok. The Kesha song. No. <laughs> I've, I've, I have, now that you mention it, I'm like, yeah, actually, it is a Kesha. I feel like she's my spirit animal. Really? Oh, I think I think her and I could make a massive fuck up of a night. I think it'd be a good fun. Actually, it was going to be three days. I think I we'd end think up calling you, Charlie Sheen. I
2: think you, I think Charlie Sheen will be one of those guys in the background, just going, "I'm tapping out. I am yeah. out. I
0: yeah, no, I'm done." I've told you guys I've got AIDS, right?
2: I've seen I've seen you in fine form, and I have to say that, that there's been times, <laughs> there's been times where I've sat back and just gone, "I'm a complete piece of shit," but I think that we've gone too far here. <laughs> I think we're over and away from the boundaries. Um, even though, even though I'm the person that told the joke about how truck drivers stay warm with the, the rabbit and the, the washed out soup tin by the side of the road, <laughs> even though, even though I was there when someone impersonated a deaf person to avoid talking <laughs> to an annoying girl what at the nightclub. <laughs>
0: Of course you were there. You were doing it. I wasn't
2: going to admit to that. I was young and impressionable that I needed the money. And I was, also, I was also so drunk, I was seeing out of opposite sides of my own face.
0: But she was really annoying. She was quite annoying. And so just delete. No, I'm not going to go down that path. <laughs> Fuck it. That's in the past. But I'll tell you what's current. Is this kind of quality content on TikTok?
2: I feel like somewhere there's a German person batting off furiously <laughs> to this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: this is definitely so grown man. <laughs>
2: I don't I notice you said fully grown, not fully developed. <laughs> because oh, he's
0: quite voluptuous. That that homie <laughs> that homie fuck? has some problems. Um what? And this is the so the problem is that like kids kids are loving TikTok at the moment. And just to make sure that it's not an isolated instant or instance, I should say. Um, so this is this guy's name is Johnny I yeah, don't Monica. Know. Johnny Johnny Hi
1: everyone! I'm an orange! Aren't you glad to see me?
2: <laughs> that guy, um I kind of skirik in his touch. That's that's where I was gonna go with it. I was like, oh, I think God. we're seeing I think we're seeing the next subway Jared Fogel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Actually, <laughs> So this is a guy who would be. So we're in Australia. We use the metric system. He'd be what, hundred and forty-five kilos or so, 150, 160?
2: But he's he's kind of playing that. He's kind of playing the 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 funny big fat jolly clown. And the last time someone did that, it was John Wayne Gacy, who was a serial killer from the nineteen seventies, who <laughs> abducted, <laughs> molested. And then Uh, murdered young boys. It's less
0: funny now. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like, It's horrendous. Yeah, Uh, that's that's concerning. Yeah, so I'm going to definitely crop those and get those up on the socials. So please do check them out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Advice for Blokes.
2: Everyone needs to go and watch those because you need to see how desperate people are to get famous on the
0: internet. Exactly. Look at us. Yeah, well... (laughs) You've you're already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sloth winked at me first.
0: Well, if he wanted to, he could have outrun me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> evolution I mean, evolution, I mean, evolution I mean, fucked you, not me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Everyone everyone knows that motoring journalists are really fat and believe me, I live up to the stereotype.
0: It's not true. I feel like you've slimmed down coming up for your wedding now.
2: Uh yeah, thank you. Definitely you. have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Your beard is quite girthy.
2: Yeah, I, I was I was under instructions to not not get a haircut and not shave the beard because um, my fiance's cousin works mm-hmm. for the best barber in Christchurch, which doesn't sound like much, but my father's barbers actually are. What they do is really awesome, and I have to say that it is an epic experience going there because they've got a whole. The guy who runs it has a whole uh, shtick around. It is a safe space for guys to come and talk about their problems, or you can discuss politics. You can discuss whatever you want. listen to the, the podcast, chair. obviously, yeah. podcasts. I have to say, I'm, I, I dig, I dig the notebook, man. Thank I, you. I try, I've tried, I've tried notebooks. I, I really, my handwriting is abysmal. Yes. Which is funny because I'm a journalist. Like you would think that a journalist handwriting would be pretty good because you'd need it, but no, it's quite the opposite. It looks well, like sure if like if it, if
0: calligraphy was required, like if you were out there etching my, with a fountain pen.
2: My handwriting looks like somebody has written it that that's had their hand smashed by a sledgehammer.
0: It's, and you are left-handed.
2: I, I am left-handed. Um, are
0: you sure? <laughs>
2: <laughs> or have your parents just said, Ian? <laughs> Well, so you I will to, be
0: special.
2: I, I used to play a lot of sport, and so... Yes. Um, when I would go out and play cricket, or baseball, I could bat. Right. That's right why headed. you've got that cricket body. That's like oh, me. I have, <laughs> I have the David Boone cricket body. Please put a photo of Boonie up, because <laughs> everyone needs to bask in the glory of one of Australia's greatest sporting people. He was, he was an inspiration to me. What was his record? Not, so his record was something like 52 cans of beer... It was on a on a single leg from uh, I think it was from Australia to London. It was Australia to London, but this yeah. was back in the nineteen eighties when they had to do four stopovers, and he did it in a single leg. Jesus Christ! The man. Mayor- we'll have to
0: fact check that.
2: Oh, it's on Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, just we off. won't have to. Yeah, you guys will. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this interesting thought this afternoon when I was cleaning the basin um, in the bathroom, and I'll. I'll Fill out the rest of that story. What's something that you buy in your life that you don't skimp on price? I work in the media, so I don't get paid.
2: So um, that's 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 a lie. Sorry, Telf, please keep paying me. Um, so so I, I I don't I don't have much money, so I skimp on everything pretty much, except for the things that I buy for my fiance. Mm. Love you. Yeah, well wow. I I never skimp on I, n- I never skimp on um, wine for Kate because she has an incredibly hard job and there are some days when she deals sure. with stuff that 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 people listening could not imagine like she she has to represent people who are victims of so- child sex trafficking and things like that in court at they have no money they've been locked out of their house they're in their most desperate and darkest days they are they are, they are literally... The most desperate person they can be, and so she's got to represent them, and then come home and, you know, listen to my bullshit. So there are certain days that I do not skimp on buying her wine,
0: as in volume or quality. Quality. So it's quality over quantity. Right.
2: I should have got one of me, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that camera saw your fucking click. I just do you like the fact that I told this amazing heartwarming story about how, how good how good how good Kate is and how how amazing her job is, only to be for it to be a setup to the worst, cheapest, shittiest gag because I'm a
0: complete it's so good. piece of shit. Oh, that's not true. That about wraps up the first part in this two- part episode. Thanks very much for lending us your ears. Coming along for the ride. The second part will be available within the next day or so. Drop us a thumbs up on the episode links on the social. Share it with your friends. Subscribe. Or give us a stellar stellar review on iTunes. Be good to each other out there. And don't forget, you're not alone. See ya.